Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have joining me Dr. David Weisenhorn, our Extension Specialist for Parenting and Child Development. Welcome, David. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Today's topic is helping my child avoid car sickness, and this is one that I can definitely learn from you. Our little girl, just occasionally, I will turn around in the car, and she will just be pasty, pasty white, (laughs) and the little tears will be in the very corner of her eyes, and I know as soon as her eyes meet mine, what's getting ready to come out is she's going to say, Mommy, I don't feel good. So help me out. Give me some tips to help my child avoid car sickness. Yeah, well, and the good news, as much as I think about my children, this is information really can't apply to anyone because car sickness happens to any of us. It can. It typically occurs when the inner ear detects motion, but the eyes or body do not. And so again, an example of why or, or how one would often get car sick is by maybe reading a book when you're traveling and your eyes are, are not looking outside. And while not all children get car sick, those aged 2 to 12 are most susceptible. So There's really three steps here that I want to cover. And the first thing is just looking up, right? I mean, when motion sickness or car sickness uh, happens, it's when the eyes and the body are not detecting the motion. So just being able to look up, encourage your children to look out the window. Instead of offering that book or the tablet or having them watch a screen, Get children involved in an activity that requires them to look out. You know, have you ever played that car bingo, that traveling bingo? Um, or I Spy. Yes. One that I, like yes. Spy, yeah. Like play. Right. I mean, yeah. same thing. Right? It really gets the kids involved. What do you see outside? Having them look. You know, I remember as a child, my mother had a long uh, station wagon and they had that in the back. The seat sat up backwards. Backwards, and you could look. yes. <laughs> oh, I hated that. <laughs> it was I like the war. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I don't recommend riding backwards in a car at all. So that can oftentimes cause some of that. But looking up is, is the first step. So getting your kids involved, having them look out the window. The second one would be get some air. It really has a, a big effect when there's some wind passing through. Sometimes that can help by opening a window or turning on the air conditioning. And this includes the fresh air and getting some of that cleanness can kind of help a child feel better if they're already feeling sick. So do you think that like the fresh air just maybe engages them and kind of gets their eyes, ears, everything? I think there's a sensual piece to that. Yeah, that really engages the the senses and kind of gets them going. But it also, like I said, sometimes just having some air moving can make you feel a lot better. The air trick is one that that we use, although our little girl hates it if we're going down the interstate. She's like, I don't want it. Don't roll the window down. And we're like, yeah, it's because it's better than you throwing up. So we're rolling the window down. That's right. Please don't throw up in the back. Well, and we learned we traveled and my family's in North Carolina and we traveled through North Carolina and there's a lot of paper plants around that Asheville area that has a, a rather pungent odor so rolling the windows down in that case didn't, didn't prove really to help. be yeah didn't prove to be very effective so we, we rolled the windows up turned the AC on and had them look around and then the last thing i would say that I think uh, is helpful is effective planning. And and one way is if you know your child is susceptible to getting sick when moving in in a vehicle, 
you can plan your trips to allow more frequent stops. And this is a really good preventative measure in helping children not get sick. Another thing of that is planning it around maybe nap times or in the evenings. My wife and I, when we travel, we like to get the children. Either we get them up super early, three or four o'clock, put them in the car, let them get back to sleep so we can get a, a right. long amount of time yeah, we, before you we hear do anything. that trick too. Yeah, you could do that in the evening and that can be helpful. And then the last would be like when you're traveling that in planning effectively, you want to avoid eating any kind of greasy or spicy foods prior to getting into the car. So using snacks uh, would be more like a, a cracker or something of that, something more dry. I think that's a good tip too. And because I know that our little girl is susceptible to car sickness, that I might keep some saltines or some triscuits in the front seat when I know, when I yeah. know that we're traveling so that when I do turn around and see the pastiness and the tears coming, that seems to kind of settle her down some too. And, and maybe it's just actively engaging her or maybe it helps her stomach a little bit. I'm not certain, but it seems to calm her down more quickly. Car sickness can become uh, an issue. There are medications out there such as like Dramamine and Benadryl that are suggested to be beneficial to help car sickness. Before I would endorse that, I mean, while those are on the counter, I would always encourage you uh, or parents to check with your pediatrician and speak to a medical professional before administering any medication to your children. Just for safety purposes. You know, the thing about these tips, I don't know if I mentioned to you, Jennifer, we just got a puppy. And these tips have actually done really well. Does your puppy get car sick? <laughs> our, our puppy gets car sick. So we have learned that, again, just these planning, that fresh air, and having that the dog likes to sit down and lay down in the floorboard or in the back. And so having him sit up and look outside has helped reduce that as far and also reducing uh, are waiting for the time you feed him from the time he gets in the car. So there you go. These are so the bonus of, the, of today's podcast is that not only does this help children, but it may help your pets as well. And it should help adults also, that's right? right? That's right. That, Absolutely. That avoiding car sickness for all. Excellent. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Weisenhorn. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition and health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.